It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Lorna Bogue from Unrower to Gloss, uh, Greenleft. Uh, Lorna, would you tell me first of all what a heating hub is uh, and then tell me why you brought it up at the council meeting. Morning. Morning, PJ. How are you? Um, yeah, for sure. Um, so it's basically a warm room. Um, the, the library is already functioning in this way, um, for homeless people. Um, so, you know, it's a free place to sit where it's warm during the day and you've access to Wi-Fi and bathrooms. Um, so that, that's essentially it. I, I suppose with the, the crisis that's happening at the moment, um, with, um, households paying over a thousand, thousand one hundred extra, um, for their bills, um, this year alone, um, you know, it's it's just trying to um, look at that issue of energy poverty, um, mm-hmm. which 29% of households actually um, are currently experiencing, according to the SRI. So um, it's I suppose it's it's just to because it's an emergency and because there isn't really too much that the council can do about people's energy bills. Um, I, I just thought it was a, a practical kind of suggestion, and it's something that um, councils all, all over. UK are um, doing, you know. Would you be suggesting somewhere like, say, now off the top of my head, the Millennium Hall? Um, well, it would it would be public buildings anyway, so it could be the Millennium Hall or it could be um, the, the 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 concert hall in um, in, in City Hall, um, you know, where where the election count would normally um, mm. happen. Um, so you know, it's 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 any kind of public building um, that can be kept. Um, warm during the day um, and it's just so that because um, I mean like I've already had constituents say to me that they're turning off their heat um, yeah. or they're planning on turning off their heat during the day and it's particularly um, elderly people um, but that's something that concerns me because um, you know there's a, there's known health impacts um, during cold weather so people are more at risk of um, heart attack and stroke sure. um, or um, illnesses like asthma um, and having asthma attacks and things like that um, while they're living in cold conditions. Um, so it's really, really very serious. And I suppose, you know, I, I, I don't necessarily want to be suggesting something like this. Like, actually, I would prefer if the government put a cap on energy prices so that um, this wasn't such a systemic issue. Yeah. But unfortunately, we just have to go with what we're given I, here. I guess, Lorna, in fairness, you know, with or without an energy crisis, um, people were already using the library uh, in wintertime to stay yeah. warm, you well, know? 
Yeah, well, well, this, well, this is it. And uh, fuel poverty is one of those things that um, has gone under the radar for a very long time. Um, and I suppose uh, something that has kind of fed into my thinking about why this is um, a good idea at the moment is at the at that council meeting, I asked as well about. Um, low-cost um, retrofitting schemes. And it turns out that all of the low-cost retrofitting schemes for local authority housing stopped in 2021. Um, and this is at the same time as last year, there being an 80 million euro underspend in retrofitting because the way that the government is doing retrofitting now is that they're saying, oh, you know, basically you have to get everything that you're doing up to a B2 standard. So mm. it's all duck or no dinner as far as they're concerned. So there, there's there's very simple things that we used to be able to offer, like, mm-hmm. you know, windows and lagging jackets and radiator foils and things like that that um, are no longer available and yeah. haven't been since 2021. If you go the whole, unless you go the whole hog, you get no hog. Yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah. So... And then I know because I've been hearing about this and reading about it. There are places in the UK where they're already keeping public buildings open and keeping them warm. Would you do it? Would you suggest having a building open round the clock, Lorna? Um, well, if if needs be, I suppose. But um, you know, I, I I think it's more during the day because obviously this would have to be operated by council staff as well. Yeah. Um, so if the resources were there. For something that would be 24 hours, um, you know, great. But um, I, I suppose I'm more thinking about during the day um, because then what people tend to do is, you know, they they can they can go to bed and wrap up. But I mean, again, that's that's pretty grim, like you know. It is. It is. People were suggesting in previous winters too, in cold winters and wet, damp winters and churches. And now the council have no control over um, churches, but maybe they could work with no. work with the church, maybe to keep keep open. Well, well, yes. If 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 there's if there's if there's anyone out there who is the proprietor of a large publicly available building um, that can heat it, um, you know, yeah, I, I think I think it's something that we're all going to have to do something about because you know the unfortunate reality is is that. You know, all across Europe, um, governments are nationalizing um, energy production and they're doing that because that's a really important input to the economy. But also because if, if people don't have access to energy, uh, people die. Um, so all of this is happening across Europe. And yet here, um, what is happening is that the government is leaving it to the private market so that people can line their pockets. Um, and they're always going to do things like that. So we, the only choice we have is to look after each other. Yeah, yeah. We've seen another energy provider on the on the on the point of leaving the market here, which will drive more people back to the suppliers of last resort and more bills, more huge bills. So, would you have you 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 brought it up at council? Did you what kind of reception did you get for it, Lorna? Well, again, like the way that council works is that um, I've introduced the motion, so now it's going back to a committee. And a report will be produced, and that report will be brought to the next council meeting where we'll discuss it. Um, so I'll have I'll have more on it, um, I suppose, as as the story unfolds. Um, okay. But um, yeah, I'm 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 hoping now that you can. Um, what get sense support. did you get um, when not, you brought it up? What sense did you get? Um, well, see again, like it's kind of <laughs> it, it was it was in an appendix to the agenda. Right, so um, you haven't so had a chance I, to I sound it out yet. No? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but the sense I got when I asked my question about the retrofishing scheme is that um, council staff as well are actually quite anxious to get 
those low cost things back up and running again. So I, I think the council staff are interested in helping people with the um, fuel poverty crisis. Um, it's just the case of um, how how can we actually work together to get it sorted. So um, I, I hope it's something that can get support from not just councillors, but council staff as well. Um, but at the end of the day, I should stress again, this is a total temporary emergency thing sure. that I'm suggesting. Sure. I shouldn't sure. have to be suggesting something like that. We shouldn't have to be suggesting that people get out of their homes and come and sit um, in a council building in order to stay warm. But but this is the reality um, that people are facing um, and nothing is being done about it. Um, and the private market is being protected instead. Okay. Lorna, thank you. Lorna Bogue uh, of Unrarted Gloss. Uh, Green left, formerly a uh, Green Party councillor, and of course left the party and now is part of the Rorta Gloss. What do people think of that, though? It's happening in the UK. They're leaving libraries and they're leaving public buildings open and will leave them open during the winter so people can come in and just sit down and stay warm. And the library does this. If you walk around our library in any winter of all time, ever, you'll find people there huddled in the corner trying to get a bit of warmth. So it's it's not a new thing. Uh, what what do you think of it? Keeping the idea that we would keep that the council would keep and fund a public building to stay open so that people could stay warm during the uh, energy crisis and during the winter that's coming. We've no idea weather-wise what that winter will bring. We just know it'll be cold and wet and dark and horrible, like every winter is in this country. So a public building kept open and funded so people could simply go in there and stay warm and maybe get a cup of tea and a sandwich. Just something. Thank you, Lorna Bogue. Quartz 96 FM.